Hey there, welcome to Into the Fire. I'm Rob Reed, President of Bison Fire Protection, and I believe that together we can make the world a safer place. And we're going to do that by going into the fire and pulling out life lessons learned from frontline professionals and applying them to fire protection, business, and most importantly, life lessons. So this week, I want to go into the fire with Dave Schellenberg. He's the fire chief from the Winnipeg Beach Fire Department. And he's got some great information and a story to share with us about distractions and how devastating they can be. So let's go into the fire and listen to Dave's story. The first thing I want to talk about is the importance of in a house fire is once you get out is to stay out. That's a, a huge thing is get out and stay out. And I can remember this like it was yesterday. It was, it was a, quite a few years ago now. It was a hot, hot August long weekend. The call came in at 5.30 in the morning and it was already at least 28 degrees and it was hot and we get to the call and I remember pulling up and seeing a woman on the front yard and she's hysterical and she has every right to be, her house is on fire. Um, we get out and all I can hear her is screaming and talking to the fire chief and saying all I could hear was he was right behind me when we got to the front door and we're busy pulling hose off the truck and, and guys are gearing up, putting their breathing apparatus ready to go into this house and she's hysterical saying he was right behind me at the front door. He was right there and I don't know where he is. And that hits us. That hits everybody really hard when you show up at a call like that and you don't know where this person is and crews went into the house it was a stubborn fire we got it knocked down you know it was a hot hot day we were exhausted and once all was said and done um, this gentleman was found in in the bedroom and she said he was he was at the front door he was right there he was so close and we'll never know why he went back but he did I don't know if it was for a photo album, if it was for a wallet, if it was for car keys. I, nobody will ever know. But the fact is, is that he went back and he was right there and it took his life. And that hits all of us. I still think of it to this day. I still have dreams about it. And you know, it's, it's still, it still haunts you as a, as a firefighter, as a first responder, you know, if we were minutes, seconds, faster would it have made a difference if there was more public education on getting out and staying out would that have made a difference and we'll never know but the lessons we can take away from it are to focus on that public education and get the word out there and tell people that once you're out it doesn't matter do not go back into that house please do not go back into that house Get your family out and that's all that matters. Everything else is material. The wedding albums, the pictures, you may never get those back again, but at least you have your family. At least you can continue living your life and creating those memories. Because if you go back, there's a very good chance that you're not coming out. There's so many lessons that we can pull out of what Dave just shared with us there. And some of them, of course, are fire protection. Some of them will be business. Some of them are going to be life lessons. And I want to start with the first part of this, which is, again, the fire protection lessons. And Dave talked to us about 
how he, the gentleman made it to the door with his wife, and then for whatever reason, he turned around and went back into the building. That must be pretty tough for people to live with. But he chose to go get something, whether it was photos or some piece of memorabilia that he thought was really important, but ultimately it cost him his life. How important are these things that we have that we can't live without them? And so when we're getting there and we understand that leaving the building is the thing to do, let's just go. You can replace so many of your items and those lost things that are out there. You know, we always need to think about the priorities and our family. I know that I would much rather spend Christmas and holidays and that with my family than spend them with a bunch of photographs. So keep in mind that when you are trying to leave and there's the bells are ringing, don't spend a lot of time looking around. You can be more help on the outside of the building than you're going to be on the inside. Think about the firefighters. If you're on the outside, they're not going in looking for you. You're not putting other people at risk and you're not putting them in danger either. It's important that when we have these moments, and I've always said the difference between panic and action is training, but when you think about the opportunity to just get out of the building, take it and go. Save your life, be with your family. You can always get more pictures, you can always get reprints from your friends and family, whatever those things and those that bit of memorabilia may be. Nothing's more important than your life. One of the second great lessons we can pull out of Dave's story with us is the business lesson. And there's always so many business lessons we can play with and, and learn and apply to what we're doing every day. And I know you different managers and supervisors, business owners um, are always looking to improve yourselves. So let's have a look at distractions again in business. And we have good and bad distractions all the time. You know, a good distraction is when the staff member comes walking into your office and they're pumped. They've just landed that big order and they want to share it with you. They want to click their heels and shout to the heavens about what a great job they've done. And you want to be part of that excitement. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, let's get around the office, have a good time, high fives, whatever's required, and then get back to work. But then there's also the bad distractions where, you know, you're working on something very important. Maybe there's a tender closing. Maybe you're working on a legal document. I'm going to tell you, I was working on this program and I had a guy come walking in, wanted to say something. He gave me a quick, hey, how's it going? Can you, do you have a minute? I completely lost my train of thought. You are now getting what I think is probably a second rate show because the first one I had was awesome. It was incredible. Now, you know, I mean, we've got to live with what happened from that disruption. Now, I'm joking, of course, but uh, that really did happen. I did get disrupted. But when you're doing a lot of prep work, when you are in mid-thought, when you're writing that critical email or you're in a meeting and different things are going on and you're getting distracted because of something that's happening out there, it's not good. It's it, You lose your focus. You lose your ability to hang on to what's going on and drive a process through. Now, distractions, I'm talking about the immediate distractions, but there's people that come in and what we like to call disruptors who find ways of taking you off your processes. So you've got a project that's going to take, I'll say, two weeks. And because there's that disruptor that's involved and that person may not be doing it intentionally, but they're finding ways to slow that process down. You need to be able to nip that as well and grab that person and get them realigned with where you're going. They, like I said, don't think think that they're doing something that's wrong or disruptive. People sometimes are 
disrupting with the best of intentions. And I'm not saying you don't want to hear what they have to say or they don't have good input, but sometimes there's those people that are just disruptive. I think you know what I'm talking about. So one tip I want to share with you today is taking the time to tell someone to just hold on for a minute. I know what you have to say is important, but I'm in the middle of something. Let me just finish what I'm doing here. I want to hear what you have to say. Sit down if you have to. Come back in 10 minutes, whatever it's going to take. But I just need to wrap up what I'm doing here. So come on back when you're ready. Sit down and be patient if you just want to sit there and watch me work. I know that that's probably very exciting for you. But i got to finish what I'm doing. And when you're firm but fair with people, they will respect what you have to say. When you always just drop what you're doing, they lose respect for you and your time because you don't value it yourself. You always drop what you're doing. So make sure that when you're talking to people, it's like saying no. Sometimes that's a very difficult thing to do. Sometimes it's not. But when we take the time to show ourselves some self-respect and respect to the person that's coming in and say, hold on. I'll be right with you. So I want to go to our last lesson, and I think maybe one of the most important ones that we learned from Dave Schellenberg, and that's, of course, our everyday life distractions. And this week, I've seen a couple people that have been texting and driving, and that's been a huge topic. It's in the news. We hear about it all the time, and how important it is to not do that. Now, we here at Bison Fire Protection, we spend a lot of time working with people to make the world a safer place. Part of what we do with the show here is the intent to make the world a safer place, which is why I want to talk about this. The other day I was driving home, you know, down North McPhillips, heading towards the house, and there was a guy just in front of me, and he was swerving all over the road, and it was 10 o'clock in the morning. So I'm thinking, well, he's probably not drunk. But he kept swinging towards the left side of the the road, and I kept thinking, he's going to hit the center curb. He's going to bounce back out and hit me. I don't need that. He doesn't need that, and we don't need him knocking off some cyclist or a pedestrian or anyone that's out there. So i got to tell you, when you're out there, please control what you're doing with your phones. Put them down. Hey, Siri works fantastic. She and I have gotten to be really good friends because I can go, Hey, Siri, please talk or please text whomever it's going to be, and I don't ever have to even touch or look at my phone. It's fantastic, the technology we have. Please use it. Let's make the world a safer place with our own personal habits. Now, that was one lesson that we pulled from it. But I want to talk about another one. And there are so many things that go on around the house. And I've got the fire pit myself going in the backyard. And we're always having fires and doing all kinds of crazy things. Lots of fun with the family. We want to make sure that when you've got a live fire burning out there, that you're attending to it. So when you've got something going on, the kids come running back into the backyard and they're, hey, dad, hey, dad, the dog just ran off into the neighbors and we don't know what to do. You know, hang on, kids. The dog will come back. Let me put the fire out. Make sure i got my garden hose handy. Make sure I've got a fire extinguisher nearby. I'm able to put it out, whether it's with a bucket of water, maybe a, a scoop of sand if you've got that, whatever you need. But control that fire before you allow a distraction to take you away. Because you come back and now you've got a grass fire. Or maybe you've got a house fire because the embers got out of the pit and they've gone somewhere you weren't attending to it. It's very similar to leaving lit candles in the house burning. Now it's one thing to leave the room for a minute and come back. It's another thing to leave them on for an extended period and go out. Or leave the stove on for an extended period while you're going out. Again, you're asking for trouble. 
because pets can get into those candles. Water can boil dry in a pot. I've heard stories of people that have, in fact, my neighbor did this, boiled a pot of eggs dry, and they caught fire, and they burned up the wall and made a heck of a mess in his house. So again, think about those distractions, because yes, a phone call is always nice to get, but make sure you've paid attention to turning off the stove, don't walk away from a live fire. Don't leave those candles burning. And I could find a hundred other examples, but I know you know what I'm talking about. Be focused, be on what you're doing, and pay attention because the life you save could be your own. So I want to thank Dave for sharing that great story with us about distractions. You know, he takes us into the fire and we absolutely had something to pull out. Do you have a story about fire that you want to share? Please feel free to get in touch with us one way or the other through messaging or text or email, whatever works best for you. I know you learned something from today's episode of Into the Fire. Do your friends and family a favor and share it with them. Together, we can make the world a safer place. Into the fire.